Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Hello, hello, everybody. If you could see me, my eyes kind of roll on the end of that one. It goes, CEO and founder. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just me, and I'm in sweats. My hair's on top of my head, and I am sitting here thinking, everyone at CMP on Twitter that we have power because <laughs> I'm in Maine and wow, Gary, what a snowstorm. Holy oh buckets gosh. of snow. <laughs> I feel for you guys, but I love that Elizabeth is just being Elizabeth. I love that. Yeah. We don't Gary's need all that being Gary stuff. on uh, the West coast. You don't want to hear how sunny it is and all that stuff today. So no, I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do actually. <laughs> Well, it's a beautiful day. It's it's regularly beautiful on the West Coast. And, you know, beautiful in the winter times about mid-60s, sun's out, and you can do hiking and you can do all the things that you can do all, all around, but you can't snow ski. But you can a couple hours away. So yeah. we've got the beach and we've got the mountains and we've got the desert, and it's beautiful. Yeah, that was my favorite thing about living there. You can kind of pick your weather. So I'm from Northern California and moved to Maine about 14 years ago, and, and that was so much fun to be able to just, you know, if you wanted snow, you just went up to Tahoe, and then you came back down into Walnut Creek, and it was all good. <laughs> and no but snow. days like but, you're having now, okay, first of all, you guys are tough as nails. I love that about everybody on the East. And, um, and, that, and those are great, great, great character traits. But the weather, I, I woke, I'm from Chicago, so I woke up one day and I said, why? That's it. I asked myself, why? <laughs> why am I going through that, right? So I moved to the West Coast, and that's how yeah. that all happened. But, yeah, it's it's amazing. I hear you. So here we are. Hey. Happy, Happy New Year. I have a note on my computer. It says, do not interrupt Gary. I'm going to try and <laughs> try and do that, Gary. I have no idea how it will go. And I'll and I'll pause occasionally, and because uh, yeah, we like getting on those rolls. So I want to address right there. I want to start right there because everybody waits to the new year, right? The new year. It's a new year. But in my teachings and what we do with my clients, my clients actually start at Halloween and they work right through the holidays. So whatever most people do on the new year, right? Either resolutions, goal setting, get their act together you know, start to take themselves seriously. My clients are doing in, in, in Halloween because there's so much sugar in Halloween and there's so much food around Thanksgiving and there's so many cocktail parties and so many get-togethers and so many relatives. And then there's the holidays and then there's the new year and it goes all the way through Super Bowl Sunday. So people are over the top. They're over the top in commitments. They're over the top in food. They're over the top in carbs. They're over the top in lack of sleep. They're just, I call them the over people, the masses. And what they also forget, okay, and that's another thing, is they forget. They just forget because they have all these capabilities. They have all this intelligence. They have all the abilities in the world, but they just forget. And what they forget is that each month they could start. So that's 12 times a year they could start, like it's January 1st. And then there's 365 days. So each day they could start, like it's January 1st. And then there's, you know, 24 hours. So they could start 24 times in a day, like it's January 1st. And then there's like 60 minutes in an hour. So they could start 60 times in an hour like it's January 1st. And then they forget there's 60 seconds in a minute, so they could start every second as if it was January 1st. So if you count all those up, there's 31,536,000 seconds in a year. So that means there's 31 million times they could treat it like it's January 1st, but they wait until January 1st. (laughs) And I teach everybody that now, the present moment, They can only be happy right now. They can only set the best goals of their life right now. They can only put their best foot forward right now. They can only make their best decisions right now. 
They can only have the best pedal stroke on a bike right now. They can only put their, you know, a running, you know, up a hill. They can only power drive up that hill as a runner right now in each foot strike. So all we have is right now when we are our best right now. So right now is every breath. And obviously with my latest, you know, uh, uh, you know, surgery that I had, I appreciate every breath so much yeah. more these days. And yeah. you can just start. So I always say just drop a pencil, and that click of the pen or pencil dropping is the time you can start. Fresh, new, as if it's a new year, and you don't have to wait for the masses. Just move forward with yourself. I love it. Right. You know, somebody, somebody, I was on Twitter and I read this tweet said, how many times do you think we're going to see new year, new you pop up? And it was, you know, the person was being super sarcastic and everything. And I'm like, well, not for me. You're not going to get it. <laughs> and it's so interesting because January 1st, I don't know what people are, what, what goes on exactly, but there's no new you. You don't wake up and go, oh, I'm in totally new me. And I was wondering if you could touch on that and wh- why that is such a popular buzz phrase, new year, New you. I like New Year best you. Uh, but again, I'm with you. I practice all this stuff all the time, and I actually back it up to my birthday because I think of things in terms of chocolate. <laughs> There's a chocolate Santa, a chocolate Valentine, a chocolate Easter rabbit, a chocolate. <laughs> you know, you can go all year round eating, you know, eating. And so I back it up to my birthday and just sort of put the brakes on year round and really have a moment with myself at my birthday in September and um, think about things rather than right now. Um, So I've kind of been trained by you to do that a little bit too. Sure. So let's talk about um, how most people view it. Okay. New, this word new. So, okay. uh, I'll hand it to most people. Our hair shaft, right? It grows new, right? Our fingernails grow out. So they're new portions of fingernail. Our stomach lining changes every 30 days, so it's new, if you will. And we are a living, human, breathing, you know, uh, just big ball of love. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's living, right? So it's – and the earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour every second. So, yeah, there's a lot of movement, and there's a lot of newness, okay? But from a spiritual component, we are. We just are. There's nothing new. We are, okay? We aren't, and this is very important if people are taking notes, we aren't all of our thoughts. We're what's behind the thoughts. So we are this human being being human, okay? So there's nothing new about that. It's all there. So, for instance, like I always say, if, if somebody's 220 pounds, and like some guy, and they want to be 180, I said, you're already 180. You're 180 plus 40 pounds of fear and worry and uh, poor decisions and, excuse me, and, but we already are. We already are capable, intelligent, uh, amazing human beings with gifts and talents and the ability to create. So we are creators. So there's nothing new about that. We were born that way. So I attempt in a position to take so much emphasis off a new and reposition it as in you already are because people are already they're so consistently pursuing something they don't think they are yet when the truth is okay they're already pursuing these these you know pictures and if they would instead of going out right outside and other people and what other people are doing and mimic somebody else Turn inward. It's an inside job. And the power that they need to stay committed and stay vigilant and stay present and in the now is inside. That power is inside. And it's there. It just is. So we don't judge it, okay, that it's poor and it's good or it's bad. It just is. Now what are you going to do with that? So we ask people to acknowledge that they're already a worthy human being versus I'm going to try and be, you know, a worthy human being. No, you already are. And that's a very powerful shift. And so, and again, that takes a practice. So what we're really asking in a show like this is all about is transforming really our viewpoint, our relationship with ourselves and reintroducing ourselves to ourselves. 
So reintroducing the fact that this gentleman might already be 180 pounds, it's already there underneath the extra fat weight. And that he just needs to now not go pursue something, but he needs to start thinking about what is he going to let go of. Let go of certain decisions. Let go of certain viewpoints. Let go of certain thoughts that hold that fat onto his body so that he feels less than. So it's all about tapping into this completeness. We already are complete. We're not missing anything. And so many people I find, especially this time of year, but that's for an athlete or that's what a A-lister actor does. And I'm like, no, this no, is what no, we're no, all no, capable no. of, right? We're all capable of walking. We're all capable of, you know, pursuing and tapping into our gifts and talents. And that's all those people are doing. An athlete just taps into their gifts. And an A-lister actor, only just they just tap into their talents. And they're singers and painters and, you know, creators and photographers and, you know, uh, just homemakers, you know, kid rearers. That's a masterful <laughs> art in a town. Yeah. <laughs> or you yeah. doing it with all boys. I'm sure that was a little half. Oh, my God. They're Proud still, of you. They Touché come back and bring people, too. They multiply. It's like, oh, God, there's more. <laughs> so funny. Exactly. Anyway, so a show like this, we we yeah. can only go so deep and we can only hit so many topics, but we'll hit as many as we can. But it's really the core. And I just wanted to make one more point, and I know you've got some questions. So the point is this, is if we want to make big shifts in our life, okay, these shifts or this transformation, okay, is like for instance if you want to make a physical transformation in your in your life that comes from a psychological transformation a different way of thinking deciding choosing okay and psychological choices and thoughts and emotions that needs to shift and that will shift your body but psychological thoughts how do you do that well you have to shift your emotions so the practice of when i help somebody transform for a part in a movie or an athlete add three more years to their contract so they can you know live their lifestyle three more years or put away for their retirement as an athlete at the end of their career these three years are coming from their ability to tap in deep inside and their ability to know they already have it they just have to be a little more assertive, a little more vigilant, a little more caring, okay? So I bring in this concept of self-love, self-care, and, and that, okay, and then keeping your word, okay? Keeping your word, staying connected to this core gifts, talents, value, worthiness that we all have. And we all have it. There's so many people walking around don't think they're enough, think they're missing something. Oh, if I only had a boyfriend. Oh, if I only had a girlfriend. Oh, if I only had a child. Oh, if I only had this. Oh, if I only had money. Oh, if I only had it. And I'm like, they're taking the emphasis mm -hmm. off the power that they were already gifted with. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, well, I, I, I love the concept of self-love and self-worth. Those two things go so, um, and then the keeping your word part. But can you go back and talk about self-love and self-worth? And the concept and tie that into the whole thing of looking for what you aren't versus what you already are. Can we reiterate that one more time? And I want to also stress, too, to anybody listening, this isn't necessarily a weight loss show. I know um, Gary's helped a lot of people lose weight. I've helped a few people lose weight. And, and we sort of specialize in that. And if you, certainly we can help you if you're interested in doing that. Um, talk to us. Email us. All those sorts of things. We can certainly help you lose however much weight you want to lose. Um, but tackle that too, Gary, about, you know, all the things that this show is because it's really a foundation for everything being your absolute, you know, well-being just isn't your weight. Absolutely. Well, and again, every day, every moment of every day for each of us, meaning like why are we here? So if we could just summarize it. If so like somebody doesn't know why they're here on this earth, let me help you. If you didn't have an absolute clear thought about it, let me just give you one to start with, and then you can move on from there. 
but we're here to discover who we really are. And our creator puts in front of us all of these challenges that keep bringing us back to who we really are or to somebody we're not. Okay, so if we, want, we don't want to look at or face or believe in who we really are. We create this alternative person called little us, small us, okay, egoic us. But we're really here to reclaim who we really are, find out or discover or rediscover who we really are. So no matter if it's a relationship or finances or investment or buying a house or uh, weight loss or, you know, training for Team USA or your son's going to make the pros, it doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. It's all a spiritual journey. And the spiritual journey, okay, is our creator puts up pain. So what is pain? Pain's a wake-up call to what? So all frustration, anger, pain, challenge, I can, thoughts, worry, fear, all of those turn us back to who we really are. And over time, we're finally going to have to face who we really are or not. Stay on the other side of the riverbank, I say. And then there's people over there that are bitching, whining, and moaning all their life. They're not understanding they're here to, those bitches and whines and moans are there to wake them up. So my surgery or somebody stubs their toe or somebody breaks a leg, it's all there to teach us something. Everything in our life is a teacher. What is it teaching us? Who we really are. And what are we? We're a big ball of love. We're a big, valuable source of capability. Every one of us. But if you have a lot of fear, it's what's behind that is where you're missing or disconnected to. Okay, so we're all here to stay connected to this big ball of self-care and self-worth and self-love, this big ball of love. Because love makes everything go around. Love makes fear small. Love makes things okay. Love just calms and creates peace. So it's no drama. How do you small or make small at your drama or your turmoil? Bring some self-love into it. So I always say self-love is the new orange. <laughs> so self-love <laughs> is the new orange, right? The new so orange. orange is popping up everywhere, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. Self-love and self-care is the new orange. And integrity or keeping your word is the new self-love. Because people talk a good game. They talk and talk and talk, but some people don't do. And why don't they do? They disconnect from their self-care and self-love. Okay? So everything is a lesson. Everything, every experience we're having is turning us back to who we really are. And everything that we accumulate, this anger and this frustration and this drama or this weight, are just moments that we're disconnected from this self-care and self-love. If you're calling into the show... Don't call my cell phone. <laughs> call call, <laughs> call 646-787-8537, and we can connect you if you want to if you want to ask a question. So it's like, oops, sorry, I just called your cell phone. That's awesome. Anyway, we we love you guys. Um, uh, and t- talk about self worth um, because that that's tied in there too. So self love is the new orange, and we talked about about fear and so forth. But how's the worth component go in there? Because I know a lot of people. Yeah, well, a lot of people walk around feeling like crap. They feel depressed. Well, they feel sad. They feel angry, mad, frustrated. You know, go with all that dark energy that you you know, like dark energy words that you talk about. Um, and does that tie into the self worth? So. Who told you you weren't worthy? Who told you you're not capable? Who told you you weren't good enough? And that's where it starts. So some of us, uh, let's say mom was incredibly fearful of having the child and you're in the womb. So sometimes we take on fear in the womb. It goes so far way back to that point even. Or even beyond that, but I don't want to get too deep right now. Or if you're, if mom or if mom's a drug addict or alcoholic, the child might be, or it's got a 50/50 chance to pop out of the womb an alcoholic, not know it yet. So we take on characteristics of our tree, our family tree, 
grandpa, grandma, great-grandma, great-grandpa, okay? And then we pop out. And then along the way, somebody reinforces this is what we're not. And so let's say you get C's on your report card, and they're like, well, where was the B? Or you need to study more. Or, you know, what's the, hey, everybody in the family gets A's. What's up with you? Well, they're reinforcing that this young person isn't good enough. So it could start way back. So we, what we have to do once we become adult age, 18 and on, 21 and on, depends. It's up to every family culture. But once it, the folks are handing the baton to the youth and then to the you know, young adult, the young adult's there to spread their wings. And they're there to flop once in a while and learn from their lessons because everything in their life is an educator or a teacher. And there's a lesson to what? Turn them back to their self-care and self-worth. So everybody's born with gifts and talents and capabilities and intelligence. I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm in a family and there's always one person very different. They're like this amazing computer programmer that's way off the charts and incredibly intelligent. Or I've worked with Jim Carrey for 15 years and he's genius-like in so many areas of his life. And needs, like all of us, some courage and support and education on other things that confuse him. Okay, so, but we're all gifted. And we're here to share those gifts. So not only are we here to find out who we are, but to identify our value, our worthiness. What are our gifts? We're here to share our gifts. So if I'm here to talk, oh, here we go. <laughs> if I'm here to play baseball, there I went. You know, if I'm here to, like, respond or recover and then tell people about, you know, open-heart surgery, then that's what I'm doing, doing what I'm here to do. And everybody has one of their here to do what they're supposed to be doing. And it's, some people don't find it until 60 or 70, 80, and some people find it at 12. And so yeah. that's our worth, and we're here to share that with the world. We're not here to bitch, whine, and moan the rest of our life. Not at all. Or if we are, if if somebody's bitching, whining, and moaning in front of you, you just go, oh, they're so disconnected from their big ball of love and their gifts and talents. And don't take <laughs> like it personal. That. Yeah. Right? And don't take it personal. Yeah. So many sessions I have with people, and again, you know, like more, the majority of my sessions, by the way, thanks for saying that, are not weight loss, okay? Because anything to do with the body, from acting to athletics, and those are some of my specialties, are with the mind. So my practice has shifted from those two specialties to how does somebody trans? How's a CEO? I mean, I'm working with people who I help them to get sober. And then through the holidays, it's, you know, their toughest part. And then after the holidays, there's always some slight lull for everybody. Everybody goes spending wild, and then they know they can't spend like that by January 10th, you know. So yeah. they're, like, uh, having a little addictive. They want to just go buy everything online, right? And they're like, no, I can't. So the, even that's an addiction. So I work with yeah. a lot of people, right? And it's all psychological and emotional transformation. I was going to add in fun it is to buy shoes online though that really is fun <laughs> that's a hard addiction to break i almost called you a couple times with the holidays well like, the challenge okay. is when they tell you you can return it at no cost right i mean that's exactly. the challenge because then you buy wildly but um anyway all right so another topic so, for another day yeah. so our worth everybody's valuable and especially people that have been told how unvaluable yeah. they are like when you go through a divorce one person's telling the other person how they suck I mean, and uh, for most people anyway, and that's not true. They just don't know how to communicate their gifts and talents or why they're here. Or they ha they're scared to find out why they're here. Or they're scared to be alone, so they hang on with each other and, and are harsh with each other for many too, too many years. Or someone passes on, and then all of a sudden somebody's free, and they don't know what to do with their time. And I help those people significantly because that's the same as a 21-year-old finding themselves is a, you know, you know, 60, 70, 80-year-old has lost a loved one. And it's just a matter of do they see a value? Is there a passion? Is there a desire? Because we're not going to do what we don't desire. If we're, you know, if we're comfortable being uncomfortable, that's where we're going to be. 
If we're comfortable being 30 pounds overweight, we're not going to shift. So it's taking, I call it a personal inventory, right? It's, it's again, transforming the relationship we have with ourselves from unworthy or not enough or missing something all the way to I'm enough, I'm here to share my gifts and talents. That's the reason I'm on this earth. And just keep it simple like that, and away you go. It's not doing your to-do list. It's having this bigger vision of who you are and staying vigilant on that will create the to-do list. But we get so stuck in the to-do list, we become our to-do list, and we don't get our big goals done. Mm. Anyway, that, yeah. I'll, I'll no. there to think about that. You know, let's say you're no. going to write a book and you're stuck in your to-do list. You're not going to get the book written. No, it's bigger than that. You've got to make choices to get the book done. Go out and make some choices and shift some things and give some things up. If yeah. you want to lose 30 pounds, you've got to give up pizza. You got to give up sugar in your drinks. It's just truth. Sacrifice. So I work with, well, but I don't look at it that. It's not sacrificing. Good. So let's say I'm giving up pizza. So what am I really giving up? The taste of pizza, yes, delicious cheese, you know, whatever. But I'm not. I'm also giving up the extra pounds, the clogged arteries. So I'm not sacrificing anything. I'm actually gaining by having not, people, no club. Go ahead. Why do people view that as a sacrifice? Like uh, in order to there is no sacrifice. Change, just you have to choice. sacrifice something. No, there's no sacrifice. There's choice. Again, people forget. There's three thirty-three million opportunities to start fresh. You don't have to wait to January one. People forget that, and they also forget what they have a choice. In the United States, North America, we have a choice. We can do you choose. do you think? Um, okay, so I have a couple different things here. One, sure. I one I want to talk about actions that people can take, like real, like maybe three or four things that people can actually do. To you know, whether it's journaling or walking or deleting something that they're doing or, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll go action. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, if we have time, is when people feel like they're constantly going back to square one and landing in the same place and not making any progress. So they're constantly kind of feeling like they're, they're back to square one, whether it's choosing the same girlfriend and, oh, God, I did it again, or it, kind of like that fear of failure, in a, not fear of failure, but feeling like you failed. Um, or aren't making progress. So it's kind of, I don't know which one of those to you make sense to tackle first. Distancing yourself from the gravitational pull of the past habits. There you go. Distancing yourself from the gravitational pull of the past habits or choices. So if we remember we have a choice, we're just going to have to start practicing new choices. And the basis or the foundation of the new choices is I'm worthy and deserving. I'm worthy and deserving. I'm worthy and deserving. I'm worthy and deserving. I used to walk, you know, when we made Mr. Popper's Penguins in uh, New York City, and there was a storm like this that just came in, right? And I had to get like six blocks from my apartment to Jim Carrey's apartment. And I would walk, but nothing's shoveled yet. The streets are packed of snow and the plows aren't there yet. So I just started whistling, I'm worthy and deserving. And I made my way through the snow. And I was like, hey, that was kind of cool. And so every day to, to, to get Jim Carrey in a best frame of mind for the that day's shooting, which is, again, psychological and emotional. It's not even training yet. I mean, physical training. Um, came from me whistling, I'm worthy and deserving. So if people want to know where to start, move. And say to yourself, you're worthy and deserving, if, especially if you don't feel it or haven't ever been told it. You're worthy and deserving and just whistle it like it's a song while you're walking and move because there's something magical. There's something our creator designed in us when we start moving. And everybody can remember how to walk. And the reason I teach indoor cycling until I'm 100 is because everybody remembers how to ride a bike. 
So if you remember how to walk and you remember how to ride a bike, you'll remember how to do it, and it'll feel good. And that's what our creator created, and he designed us, he wired us to in 10 or 12 minutes after moving, it dumps dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone in our body, into our body. So we have a built-in pharmacy, and the pharmacy opens its doors after 10, 12, 15 minutes of moving, whether we're walking or rolling our legs or whatever, and just yoga or Pilates or, again, just taking a walk with your dog. And in 15 minutes, you will feel better. Oxygen, dopamine, serotonin, works every time, 100 out of 100. My family so thought I wanted... was crazy last night. <laughs> like, do you know what I did? I went out and jumped yeah. in the snow. I, did. Awesome. Like, I got all bundled up. I'm like, oh, my, it's fluffy snow, guys. And they're like, you go have yeah. fun. So I was shoveling the front walk, and I jumped in the snow. I did my snow angel. I came back in. And they're like, was it fun? I'm like, a total blast. You guys missed out. It was 80-mile-an-hour winds, but whatever, you know. And But so but I get what you mean. In the practice. You know, it's just Right. In the practice, not not only do I teach 33 million dollar new choices at 33 million new seconds a year, okay, but I teach, let's say, the top 10 things that will dump serotonin and dopamine into your system and make you feel better with that little effort. Yeah. You know, laughing will do it. Okay. And then there's some things that you have to really watch it, like chocolate does it. Okay. And that's (laughs) why some people get addicted. Doesn't matter if it's dark or whatever either. It's all. No, they get addicted to feeling good. That's a heroin addict. If you really break down a heroin addict, they're addicted to feeling good. Oh, yeah. And and more than just the chemical. So, again, it goes as far as to a negative, right? So we try to keep them positive with the top ten or top five things that they can do when either they're bored or they don't know where to start or they're stuck. Like I work with a lot of writers, new writers. And they get, you know, writer's block. And I said, go walk around the block. Make sure you're doing something for 15 minutes or watch a funny movie and laugh your ass off for 15 minutes and start writing again. I like this concept that we used to talk about, too, and that was getting in touch with your kid-like self. Um, I love the story that you always tell about Jim Carrey ice skating and things like that. And I take I take that to heart. And, um I, you know, I do a lot of things like that, like go jump in the snow or whatever. Um, but I, I call love it that do too. something you love. Do something yeah. you love because you love it. You don't like it. You don't. It's not just okay. You love it. So do something you love. If it's adding value to you, if it's uh, you know making you laugh, if it's uh, enjoying something, or even taking a look. Like uh, somebody's traveling to Florida today. And it's a it's a big event for them. That it's, his daughter's getting married, and it's I'm sure it's you know heavy and emotional. And there's a lot of because she he's seen her grow from nothing to you know adult. But I told him to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's worried about all the dad things and your daughter's getting married and everything. But I'm like no 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 have fun <laughs> while you're doing all those things, and people yeah. forget that. But you asked me for two things. I'll give you two things that are a little different because we always talk about walking, right, or we always talk about moving. We always talk about doing things you love, and those are the classics that work every time. But I'm going to give you two new ones, and it has to do with the shift inward, right, this inner, uh, the answers are inside. Number one is make yourself a priority. Make yourself a priority. We have no problem helping other people or doing some of their stuff for them, or, you know, being there when they have an issue or a problem, okay? We're, we're really good at that as a society, right? Some of us, the biggest challenge we have is doing it for ourselves. And that all links, it's the fiber of self-care, self-love, self-value. People told you you weren't good enough, and you're now going to counter that by making yourself a priority. That's a huge practice. Other people in your family, even in your friends, they might say, wow, are you selfish? No. This is self-love. So self-love is the new orange, making yourself a priority, not the whole day and never saying hi to anybody the rest of your life. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, no, making yourself a priority enough to get your book written or get moving or making yourself you know, laugh or make yourself a priority enough Okay, out of value, self-care, self-worth. 
That's number one. And number two is the adult side of you has to show up to get those results. The adult side of you has to show up to get results because there's a little kid side of us that's dark. I don't want to. I don't want any responsibilities. I don't want to stop eating pizza. I love my ice cream. I'm not going to stop. Don't ask me, Gary, to stop drinking alcohol for six months to get my body the way it's supposed to be. That's little them. That's egoic them. That's wounded them. That's the ego, the wounded, the, the, that work, that's a little deeper work that has to happen, is running the show. And, uh, and again, uh, I was chatting with a realtor the other day, and I asked her, I said, man, you're on a roll. Tell me about this past year. And she said, Gary, I was listening, and we were interacting. Two things caught my eye, and she said, told me to make myself a priority, so I sold 56 houses. <laughs> and the only person within me that sold any one of those houses was the adult responsible side of me. So I can tell you, Gary, my adult side of me had to show up to sell 56 houses, and I paid off all of my bills. And my next year's goal is to pay off my mortgage. Good. But to do that, she said, I have to make myself a priority, and my family knows it. And I have to have my adult responsible side show up to get those results. Good for her. Yeah, you. Right. Can I add two? So go for it. I have two. Okay. And this comes from my, some of my practice too. And that um, I'm really big and I know you are too into like goals and values and things like that and ethics and discipline and, you know, all that good stuff. But I'm a huge believer in a lot of people visualize goals and write goals down. I think that's great to do, but I'm a huge believer in vocalizing your goals as well. Um, So I think it's so very important if you have a goal to tell at least Maybe even I don't know even a person a day I don't know I I some it depends on what my goal is but you know I'll I love vocalizing my goals like when I needed to write my book I vocalized that goal big time and so many people showed up to help me um, get that dream realized because everybody knew it was going to be a stretch and a huge dream for me and you know and I let everybody know this is a stretch and I need help. And so I think it's really important if you're thinking of doing something like that to really vocalize it. And you'd be amazed at who will connect you with other people or help you or say, hey, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody to, to help you. And so that's, my, that's one of my big ones. And the other thing that I think is um, getting really down in nitty-gritty really uncomfortable and comfortable with what your values are. Like I am such a stickler for values. Um, Gary knows this too. And I know Gary is too. Um, like my, some of my core values are like, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. And you can go back into high school, junior high, elementary school and talk to anybody I went to school with. And they'll tell you I've been the same way since I was itty bitty and never varied. And it just was something I did as a kid. And I'm still that way. And and not that those are the most important core values or anything like that, but whatever your core values are to you, um, I love it when people readjust them or find them or, you know, uh, can you elaborate on those a little bit, Gary? Cause I know sometimes you're, you know, you get a little bit more articulate than I do and I get a little bit more like do this, you know, kind of thing. But sometimes you have ways of like actually implementing that if you agree with it or not, but values to me, I think sometimes people get really lost in what their actual values are and they shift and change, especially if they weren't brought up in a home that had them. This is where on both of those, keeping your word. So when you announce to everybody you're writing a book, to get that book written, you had to do it out of self-love, self-worth, and keeping your word, which is a integrity so you got your book done through integrity self-care and self-worth because to say you were going to do it and then never do it doesn't feel good no the integrity or the worthiness of yourself i know you asked me earlier to describe worthiness it's right there 
you were worthy enough to get it done. You had enough integrity or keeping your wordness to get it done. And you did all those uh, each day and the day in and the day out of writing and rewriting out of self-love. Like you saw this finished. Like I said, the person that's going to be 180 and it's 220, he's already 180. It's like the book is already done. It's done inside of you. You just have to lay it out, uh, depend, depending on the, you know, the um, printing and the agent and everybody wanted it, the editor and so forth. You just needed to put it in a way that they thought the public could read it. But it was already done inside of you. So that's, you were just keeping your word. And then your core values, like not drinking or not smoking, and again, that's a big uh, one during the holidays and, and the people who drink a lot and get a little out of control with that every once in a while know deep, 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 deep in their heart they get out of control once in a while. And they don't know how to go from, you know, casual drinking, you know, a lot of drinking to casual drinking to not drinking because they are usually tying something with it. So when you make a statement like, I'm going to stop drinking, okay, owning that. You need to own that. You need to walk your talk. That means you need to keep your word. So when I said self-love is the new orange, okay, keeping your word, integrity is the new self-love. Look for that one in the next two or three years. Everybody's going to talk about integrity because there's so much lying in politics and there's so much mistrust and there's so much constant, you know, confrontation in today's society. But... Trust yourself, earn respect by keeping your word, walking your talk. And when you're doing what you love, and that's what you were doing, writing this thing that had, it, it was like you were born, you were, you've, you've had a bunch of, uh, uh, um, you know, male uh, children that you've raised. This was a book that you raised. It, it was <laughs> yeah. born, and then it was delivered, and then it was fine-tuned, and then it was nurtured and nourished, and then it gained the market. No different. So, do you yeah. Agree with, Go ahead. Do you agree with that? Like, you know, because I think, I think it ties kind of into what you were saying, too, with that whole adult side of you showing up. I love that, well, by the way. It's responsible. It's just responsibility. It's, re, it's irresponsible to get, you know, faced and drunk on your ass and drive a car. I mean, it's irresponsible. So it's about managing that as an adult in an adult way. So now tie that back in for me on how that helps somebody reclaim their well-being in 2018. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. This is all about a feeling. When you do what you love, it feels good. Okay? When when you walk for 15 minutes and your body uh, releases serotonin and dopamine, it feels good. When you get something accomplished or you get your book written and it gets to market, it feels good. It's all about a feeling. When when you, you mentioned uh, Jim, he was in such a, a, a doldrums when I first started with him. I took him ice skating, and that turned him into like a 15-year-old with a big smile on his face in 15 minutes. And that was – he felt good, wind in his hair, and he, we've done it for, you know, 20 years. So it's all about a feeling. It's about feeling good. Laughing is a feeling good. So it's all about doing what you love. And then don't overcommit and underdeliver. Be be discern how much you're putting out there. If you're going to put something out there, make sure you're really committed and vigilant and and adult-like and responsible enough to chip away at it. And again, it I'm doesn't have to be done tomorrow. Devil's right, advocate for a minute. What if what I and I'm not saying this about myself, but what if somebody listening out there, what they really love to do is eat. Or drink okay. or smoke or, you know, that kind of thing. Like, um, right. Mm-hmm. Get, do you awesome. get what I'm saying? Okay. This is a deeper session. And, and by the way, I want to just mention, and, and if Elizabeth's up for it, I'd love to do some follow-up sessions on yeah. a deeper level or maybe a small little group and that we can get together so we can go really deep. But to give you a quick answer on that is they think, well, first of all, there's like the pizza example I gave earlier. It tastes good. But after the taste is gone, 
it adds so much clogging of the arteries and weight on the sides of your body, it's not such a good thing. So when you said yeah. people love to eat, they love the taste. They love the, you know, cultural maybe exchanges and socializing of eating. But when eating's out of control, it actually becomes attachment or an addiction. So the people that are really over fat are really attached to numbing their pain with the serotonin that gets released by eating. So serotonin is released, it feels good to eat, to get nourishment to your body. We cannot not eat, right? So we have to eat. So Cigarettes, it's the little high of nicotine, feels temporarily good till it wears off, and then what do they do? Take another cigarette. Take another drink. Take another line of cocaine. Go back to porn. Go back to Vegas. All of these things are attachments or addictions, but they're covering up the pain in their life. Mm -hmm. So the conversation is really about what are they covering up? Numbing. And that goes way deep, and (laughs) that would be another show, and and I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Um, So I I promised I'd keep us to to 30 to 45 minutes, and we're there. So I want to make sure we respect your your time and energy and all that good stuff. And I think I I hope this has been really helpful because I think I think any I think what we're all about is just reconnecting to that positive energy. What you were saying, the feeling and all of that, and having a show that is just like a giant reminder, like you were saying of that giant ball of love. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. We're here. It's simple. True and false. Truth is, we're here to find out who we are. All of our experiences are here to wake us up and to teach us something about who we are. And then, again, why? And once we find out who we are, expose, get to know, have an enhanced relationship with your gifts and talents because that's what you're here to share with the world. If, just think about it. If everybody were walking around in every country sharing their gifts and talents, this place would be rocking. Yeah. Earth would be rocking, <laughs> right? But they're not. Yeah. They're stuck in no. there. What's not happening? What they're missing? What they're mad at? And and you know we're here though to share our gifts and talents. Writers need to write, and actors need to act, and singers need to sing, and musicians need to play, and athletes need to you know showcase, and on and on and on. Very well put. So if you would like to contact us. For additional coaching, uh, we are in the process of putting together a small group of people to. We're, are we going to do weight loss coaching, Gary? We're going to kind of start. Small we can do if you're two interested. groups. We can do a weight loss group because that's a unique group in its own, and then we can do overall challenges in life group. So, and again, okay. it's all interactive where they ask us a lot of questions, and we answer them, and the other people can listen and learn from the answers. Okay, so Gary and I are going to talk and kind of put that together, and and we'll put it out there. So if you're at all interested um, in any of that, would you like them to email me or you, or how would you like that either, to go, Gary? Either, um, either yeah. or, and if they have a question now, feel free to answer. We're, we're happy to answer those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just contact us. You can get a hold of us right on Facebook. It's super easy. Just click send a message, and we're right there. Um, and so we'll we'll do that. But if you're at all interested in additional coaching, um, there we're, we are going to charge kind of like a nominal fee for it and so forth. But um, it'll be well. I think it'll be very very well, um, very helpful and and um, everything about reclaiming your well being in 2018. Get people, you know, all that positive energy and that love and all that stuff we talk about only on a deeper level, right? Absolutely. It's been okay. awesome. Yeah, and please, uh, before we go, I'm going to play the outro and everything, but please visit Gary at GaryCobat.com. I always want to mention that. Gary's on Twitter at Gary Cobat. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He's so uh, – he's got uh, mindful tools that he puts out. There's a there's a great thing that I'm going to um, put with the show. It's called The Art of Lean, and we didn't go through it today, but he's got this great post that kind of goes hand in hand and I'll put it in our community um, along with the show link and some of the coaching information that we're talking about, but it's called the art of lean. So look for that and um, visit, you know, visit Gary. I think um, he's really got some beautiful photographs 
um, beautiful insights into things. And I hope you'll take a look at his Facebook page and I'll post a link to that as well. And as, as usual, Gary, I really thank you for your time and your energy. And I hope you continue to feel better. It's uh, awesome. I can't believe all you've gone through. <laughs> it's <so> awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a big lesson, right? It's our teacher. Oh, it's teaching it's, a lot. And it's so awesome. It's, it's crazy cool, and I'm, I'm, we're all so blessed that you are, you're feeling better. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and um, I'm going to talk to, let's see, I have another show on Tuesday, January 9th with Eileen Doyen, and she talks about unforgettable faces and people, and uh, she is really interesting. She's new. She lives near me in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and I'm learning all about her, and I cannot wait to um, share everything that she does. She's got like seven books that she's written, and she's she's just got all this really cool information um, to, to share, so I can't wait to have her on. So that's a new person to our network, and um, we're, we're just really looking forward to that. So, Eileen, we'll talk to you on January 9th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you again, everybody, so much for listening. Thank you, Gary, and I hope everybody has a healthy, happy new year, and we'll talk to you again on Tuesday. Take care. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.